Hello, I'm Dr. Petros Grivas. I'm a medical oncologist at the University of Washington and Fred Hudson Cancer Center. I'm uh, serving here as the clinical director of our GU group, and uh, I'm very, very excited to um, report to you some uh, important data that we presented at the ASCO GU 2022 a few months ago, looking at the combination of pembrolizumab anti PD1 and satituzumab govitigan, it's called SG, which is an antibody drug conjugate against TROP2 linked conjugated with a metabolite of erinotecan called SN38. Uh, and this drug has uh, an accelerated approval in metastatic urothelial cancer after treatment with a platinum-based chemotherapy and checkpoint inhibitor. And there is an ongoing phase three trial to confirm the value in terms of overall survival in the future. So in this uh, uh, study, um, uh, we evaluate this combination. Uh, and I want for context, just to remind the audience that patients with uh, metastatic urothelial cancer are being treated initially upfront with platinum-based chemotherapy, ideally cisplatin-based, for example, GEMCIS, or if they are not fit for cisplatin with carboplatin gemcitabine. In either way, switch maintenance avelumab is a standard of care for patients with CR, PR, or stable disease to platinum-based chemotherapy because of overall and progression-free survival benefit, significant benefit based on the results of the Javelin Bladder 100 trial that we presented about two years ago at ASCO 2020 meeting. For patients who are not fit for any platinum, cisplatin and carboplatin not eligible patients, about 10% in my practice. I use checkpoint inhibitor by itself, Pembro or Atizo, based on results of phase two and phase three trials that showed activity uh, in terms of durable responses uh, in uh, proportion of patients in this setting. However, um, uh, in the US, you do not need to test for PDL1 to use checkpoint inhibitor for platinum ineligible patients. Uh, in Europe, you need, uh, there's a difference there. Uh, but because of that, I do not check PDL1 testing in frontline setting. Uh, I use platinum based chemo. Cis ideally or gem carbo, followed by a velma in either case if there's no progression. And for those who are not fit for the you know, I give checkpoint inhibitor. Uh, there are also a role for antibody drug conjugates and form of a dotin, such as Lubitican, as we talked, and erdafitinib, the latter only for patients with an activated mutation or fusion in FGFR2 or FGFR3 uh, for platinum refractory disease in selected patients based on accelerated approval with erdafitinib in a single arm phase two trial. So overall, the landscape has evolved significantly. We're very excited about it, but of course we're looking for further agents and combinations as well as biomarkers to further improve the field. And especially for patients who are not eligible for any platinum or patients who are platinum refractory, uh, upfront primary refractory to platinum, there is a definitely an admit need. And we looked at the combination of sashtuzum covidican plus pembrolizumab, especially in those platinum refractory patients. So uh, that's uh, the point here. Kind of the response rate with checkpoint inhibitor alone uh, is about 20% with Pembro second line based on the Kino 045 trial. So the question is, can we improve upon that with combinations, for example, an ADC, such as Tuzongovitikan plus Pembrolizumab. So that's the SG structure, as I mentioned before, and anti-trop 2. Uh, antibody and uh, a linker which hydrolyzable uh, and the high uh, drug to antibody ratio uh, um, connects uh, links that uh, antibody to a toxin which is called SN38 is a very active metabolite of a toposomerase 1 inhibitor. 
Uh, we know that antibody drug conjugates uh, could potentially induce immunogenic cell death, can release new antigens, and this can set the stage for um, uh, synergism uh, and uh, additive effects with uh, immune checkpoint inhibitor. And we hypothesize that you know we uh, can achieve that with such tuzomcovitican plus uh, pembrolizumab. There is also some interesting preclinical data looking at the uh, upregulation of MHC and the Anderson presentation uh, process and uh, a potential uh, for um, increasing of pd one expression and potential synergism between the two molecules. Again, in a preclinical context, so we have to do the clinical test to see if that is the case. So our focus will be cohort three, up to 61 patients with a combination of Pembro plus SG, single arm, not randomized trial, objective response rate was the primary point, uh, and this was based on investigator assessment for the cohort three. Uh, the um, data so far uh, um, uh, suggests that uh, the dose of uh, satituzumab can be 10 milligrams per kilogram. That was a single agent um, data that we published in JCO for cohort one that led to the accelerated approval of this agent SG in patients with platinum chemotherapy and sequoia inhibitor in the past that had progression. Uh, and uh, we hypothesize here that uh, if we see um, a, a target response rate of at least 20% or higher, that would uh, uh, require further investigation. So we want to see at least 13 responses um, uh, to, so we can say that the null hypothesis of a response rate below or up to 20% would be rejected with a one-sided alpha of 0.05. We saw an objective response rate of uh, 34%, so 14, that was uh, met the primary endpoint. We want 13 or higher response in 41 patients. Uh, we saw one complete response and 13 partial responses, and about uh, four ad additional patients had uh, stable disease uh, uh, at least for six months. The overall clinical benefit rate, if you add CRPR and stable disease at any time, was 61%. And about two-thirds of the patients have some degree of reduction in the tumor size on scans, so definitely there is activity from this combination. Um, and uh, the median follow-up was about six months. The median time to response was the first scan, about two months. Median duration of response was not reached, and the median PFS was about 5.5 months. Median OS not reached. Of course, this is a single arm, not randomized study. So median PFS and OS uh, uh, is uh, uh, has to be interpreted with a grain of salt. To conclude, the combination of HG plus Pembro in the second line platinum refractory setting immunotherapy naive population had encouraging uh, efficacy with a response rate of 34%, 38% in available patients, meeting the primary endpoint and clinical benefit rate uh, exceeded 60%, medium PFS, single arm study, not randomized 5.5 months. At the median follow-up, approaching six months, median duration of response and median OS were not reached, and this combination had a manageable toxicity profile with no new safety signal and no increase in systemic steroid requiring immune-related adverse events is what you expect for Pembro uh, and SG alone. You saw this uh, uh, effect uh, uh, in the toxicity profile. The data, in my humble opinion, support further evaluation of the combination. The question is where? Where do you do next? Do you do a phase three trial in second line? Do you go first line? Do you evaluate triplet therapy uh, with further combinations? Remains to be seen. And additional follow-up and biomarker work is ongoing. Uh, I want to also focus your attention. There are additional cohorts, cohort four and five, 
and cohort two that uh, 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 we're going to report in the near future. And of course, um, uh, there's a phase three trial called Tropics 04, phase three trial trying to confirm overall survival benefit uh, of SG versus taxin rifling. We don't have data yet. The trial is ongoing uh, and uh, hopefully we'll report in the future. If you have it available, think about Tropics 04, Sachi versus taxin in US, or vessels of insulin in Europe, phase three trial after platinum-based chemotherapy, after immunotherapy uh, is ongoing and accruing. And thank you so much for your attention.